Welcome to the Edge Podcast by MGR with your host, David Gill. Hey guys, David Gill here bringing you the Edge Daily Podcast. We upload every day, Monday through Friday on every major podcast network. And quick announcement, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, you need to. I'm very upset with you if you're not already. You are missing all of the awesome stuff we're putting out. We put a video out last week. We have another one coming out this Friday that you're not going to want to miss. And we're going to be uploading every single Friday. So be sure to subscribe there. The link will be in the show notes. Anyways, guys, today we're talking about giving your products or services away for free as a form of marketing. Does this work? Is it effective? Is it better than just giving a discount? We're going to discuss everything about this because I think it's really important and it's definitely been a tactic that, you know, over the last 10 or 15 years has definitely exploded. I mean, it's always existed. It has existed for a while. Like the classic example is the the free sample of food you get when you go to the grocery store. There's always like some type of sample, like whether you go to Costco or Trader Joe's or one of those types of stores. A lot of times they have the free samples. But like I said, over the past 10, 15 years or so, a lot of newer companies, tech companies, not just tech companies, a lot, pretty much every type of company has been, have been adopting what's called the freemium model, the free premium business model. And it's gained wide adoption as a form of marketing. And I really wanted to talk about it and how effective is it really? That's, that's the question. So let's discuss this. Let's go. Let's roll the intro. You ain't got no money, I ain't got no time. All these faces looking funny when I'm driving by. So why is the freemium model so popular? Why do you see so many free trials or companies giving part of their product away for free? And I think the reason is, or I pretty much know the reason is, because if you have a great product or service, all you need to do is give people a taste. You just got to give them a little bit of that product so they know what it's like and then they're hooked. You know, Netflix famously gave everyone a chance to try out Netflix for one month free. I believe they still do that to this day. But that worked really, really well for them in the beginning because, you know, once people know what it's like to have Netflix, you know, you don't want to go back to living a life without it. People like Netflix and that applies for pretty much all these streaming services most of them give it to you for free because once you have this awesome streaming service with tons of content you don't want to have to not have it anymore so when they say pay us 10 or 12 bucks a month whatever it is right now you're like all right fine i'll do it it's not that much for the amount of entertainment it gives me and so you know another example actually that i'm thinking of right now of a company that gave part of their product away for free a little different was dropbox so dropbox would offer new users up to five gigabytes i believe of free file transfers and storage and once people saw how useful it was they were willing to pay a few bucks a month to get more space and be able to transfer more and they also had a viral component of it that said if you invite your friends and they basically use, I'm not sure if it was a code or they have to use your link, something like that. 
uh, you'll get another five gigabytes for every person you invite. So if you invite 10 people, you're gonna have 50 gigabytes for free. So that's a really viral tactic of giving your product away for free. And then of course, like I said, people end up paying for it in the end. We use it for our company all the time because it's just when you need to transfer any file that's bigger than a couple, couple gigabytes, you need something like Dropbox. So they showed people the value once you start using it and it's so easy, so seamless, it just syncs up automatically. You don't have to do anything. It's just all the files that your company or business is working on. And even if you're not in a business, just if you're switching from computer to computer by yourself, all your files are synced, everything's good. It's just so useful and so cheap really that it's just, you know, you don't want to, I couldn't imagine us having to transfer all these files without it. And no, that's not an ad for Dropbox. I was just saying it's a really good example of how you can go about this freemium model. Um, and another one that gets used a lot, right? If you have a restaurant, give vouchers for a free, you know, X, whatever your signature meal is, uh, you know, that works great because often people don't just buy the lobster they buy drinks and they buy sides and appetizers too and you can even give them a voucher and say hey for every extra person you bring you know you guys all get drinks on the house for free and then they're gonna bring you know four people with them free drinks they get a free lobster and guess what for the cost of maybe 10 15 bucks because it's your actual cost not the menu prices for your cost of maybe 15 bucks you're getting four or five people in your restaurant that's incredible because to get five people into your restaurant with just pure ads costs you know it's gonna cost you more than 15 bucks most likely so it's definitely a good type of marketing it's a good alternative from your traditional just regular showing ads and showing and i'm not saying all of that is you know not useful i'm just saying this is another method of marketing that people should definitely think of and if you sell a classic product then just do giveaways now obviously you don't want to go overboard but you can give products away for free and in exchange you know they just give you their contact information right their email or phone number whatever you want um, and then ask for like an honest review, some honest feedback on how you can improve your product or if they just think it's great and perfect, you know, say, do you mind just telling a friend? Something very small in exchange for basically saying, hey, I'm going to give you this completely for free, not charge any money. So if you do like it, tell a friend. And if you didn't like it, you know, just give us some honest feedback. That's pretty much it. And it's very valuable because if they do like it, they're definitely going to go and tell their friends about it. And then you're getting those word of mouth, you know, testimonials, that word of mouth review that is more valuable and converts more than any form of advertising that you could ever do. And and we do this a lot ourselves with our own agency. I mean, we have a, like when we create a new service or product uh, that we've developed, we'll reach out to some of our current client base and offer it for free so they can see how useful it is in hopes that they say, oh, this is actually really useful. Yeah, we'll end up paying for it in the future and does do 100% of our clients end up doing it no of course not you can't expect something like that but a lot of them end up doing it now one argument against this that I hear a lot is you know well a lot of people are going to take advantage of this and only use the free stuff and cost us money and cheat the system and you know my answer to that is yes yes there will definitely be people who do that there will always be people who find a way to cheat the system but if you do have a great product then it doesn't matter 
because for every one person that you have cheating the system, you're going to have, if you have a great product, you're going to have five people that are actually paying and want to. So it doesn't matter if you have freeloaders cheating your system. And by the way, if your product is so good that they really feel the need to find ways around paying for it, that's a very good sign because maybe they just can't afford it, but that means that they really are willing to put in a lot of time and effort to be able to still have your product. And the other main question uh, is, is this, is it just better to give a discount? So this is kind of debatable. Uh, discounts work, obviously. That's why so many people do them. But you're not going to get anywhere near close the amount of people using your product because you're asking for a paywall. You know, if you're asking for money up front, you're not going to get nearly as many people using your product as if it were instead of it being free. So it definitely takes away from the virality aspect of word of mouth of getting as many it getting it into as many people's hands as possible. And then one other negative aspect is that a lot of times people get used to a certain price and they don't want to pay more, right? Every time Netflix raises its price, even though most of the time it's only like a dollar, people get really really upset you see it like all over twitter and instagram and people are like really upset that netflix raised their prices another example subway their five dollar foot long campaign the ceo of subway has come out and said he almost regrets doing that because while it worked really really well and everyone thinks five dollar foot long five dollar foot long they get really upset because you know that campaign ended over two years ago three years ago actually i think and People go in and they're expecting a $5 sub when really it ends up being like $7 because they had to raise their prices for, you know, obviously inflation. Obviously, the $5 sub was only not on all subs, so it was only a certain limited time promotion, yada, yada. But people go in expecting a $5 sub, they end up paying 7 bucks, and they get mad. They get pissed off. And so people get really used to a certain price. And if people know that you're constantly giving away discounts, you know, you can get the Black Friday effect, which is something in retail that happens a lot, right? So in retail, there's always pretty much a two-week dead period before Black Friday where very few people are buying things in, you know, Targets and Best Buys and Walmarts the two weeks prior to Black Friday, unless it's like some necessity they need. But if it's some, you know, gadget or gizmo or something that they they want but don't necessarily need they will wait for two weeks so they can get the same thing cheaper why pay more for it now when you can get it cheaper in two weeks and so this definitely causes you know those stores have very very low revenues in the two weeks leading up to Black Friday. And that's why you see so many uh, early bird specials or Black Friday week specials because these stores want to counteract that and say, hey, we're going to have, you know, more deals starting off early. So if you're looking for a certain, you know, if you want a PlayStation, that sale will start on Monday instead of Friday, but only certain that the doorbusters will be on Friday. They do that stuff because they realize, oh, shoot, no one's buying anything. And we have this store open for two weeks with just empty ghost town. So it's definitely a problem um, when you discount products because people get used to it and they expect it and they would rather just wait to see if they can get a cheaper price. Now, again, it still does work. Obviously, Black Friday is the biggest day of the year for retailers for a reason because everything's discounted. So they sell, you know, I mean, they will literally in the 
final month of the year because everything is so discounted from Black Friday to December, they will make up a third or more of their revenues in just one month for the total year. So obviously it works, but people get used to it. And so you have to keep that in mind when you're doing discounts versus giving something away for free. People are not going to expect to get it for free forever because obviously they know you're a business. And really, a mixture of both is fine. Just be careful with your discounts and use them sparingly. That's all I have to say about that. So so the best way, right, I'm going to kind of recap this. The best way to go about the freemium model is if you're a service, I'll do services first, um, is to identify which aspects of your service or services that you provide that customers love most which do customers rave about most that of the services that you provide or pieces of the service that you provide right for dropbox they offer a lot of services but their main service is the file transfer and storage and so that's the part that they gave away for free so i'm gonna i'm gonna recap this now the best way to go about the freemium model if you're a service i'll do services first is to identify which aspects of your services if you provide multiple service or services that your customers love most that they rave about most that you get the best feedback on and give that small aspect away for free just give them you know a little taste of what that whole service is is for free give that to new clients new potential customers for free in a limited capacity so they know what it's like they get the appreciation of your product they see that it, how good it is and then you take it away from them that's really all it is it's 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 saying look at this awesome thing you could have if you just pay this little bit of money and then most of the time they will do it if you have a great service i was going to say product but technically service and if you're a product business then as i said before give away as many of your products i mean as you as reasonably as you can reasonably afford, I should say. And just ask for you know their email address in an honest review or for them to tell their friends if they liked it. It, it. You know, just something small in return, nothing major, not like, hey, sign your life away, but you don't have to pay $12 for our product. Obviously, it depends on how much your product costs. You know, it, it, if your product is in the hundreds of dollars, you're gonna wanna do this more sparingly. But for the products that are in the, you know, uh, like like 100 or less range then giving it away for free works really really well so just ask for something small in return like i said tell a friend if you really liked it and just you know give us your email so we can email you with more updates pretty much it, it not a whole lot and most of the time people will do it it's pretty pretty reasonable to if all you ask for is an email address in exchange for your awesome product and if you want to accelerate all of these things then you can actually spend ad dollars on like facebook and instagram for example to get the word out on those two platforms specifically because they're sharing platforms they're meant for virality it can work really really well so if you have a great product and you're giving away for free and then you just take a smaller part of your budget and just boost that promotion that you're giving these things away for free you can definitely get a lot of people sharing a lot of people talking about it very quickly and a lot of people using your products for free and then converting them into actual sales so those are some of the strategies that we implement for our clients and they work very very well so go forth and grow your company and use these tactics and hey let me know how they work for you you can always email me, david at mgragency.com, if you have any like questions or just want to give me feedback on the podcast or leave a review. Anyways, it's time for the news. 
It's time for the news. All right. So in the news today, in the wake of Google making a serious push in creating their own driverless ride-hailing service. Uber has come out and said they are developing self-driving buses. That's right. You heard it right. Buses. This is an effort to reduce the cost of transportation and increase the use of Uber. Because if instead of having one trip at a time, they will be able to split the cost of a ride between 10 or 15 people and they also don't have to pay a driver, the bus just drives itself, they're going to be able to increase the usership and lower the prices so that people opt out of just driving themselves everywhere. Because right now, it costs on average about 30% more if you were to Uber everywhere than if you were to just own a car. But if they were to come out with these buses and you're splitting the fare with 10 people to go to a certain place, then it's going to be a lot cheaper and a lot of people will then start thinking about not necessarily buying cars, that Uber really could replace cars, which has been their kind of mission over these last few years. And we'll see if this is just another step towards that. And this is still probably at least at least a year away from actually being launched, but it's just more that they've announced that they are actually doing this. And it's just, you know, it's another major step towards the robot-dominated roads that we will have in the future. And the other major story today is the government of Thailand announced that they will be rolling out a digital passport based on the Ethereum blockchain. So if you listen to my podcast a few days ago, the five new technologies that are going to be game changers. Um, I talked about digital IDs, smart IDs. This is another form of that. They're doing digital passports. Now, I don't know the full details of this, but they just said that it will be running on the Ethereum blockchain as a decentralized app so that it's not actually going to be controlled by any major entity but they will the government of thailand will have influence over the actual development but they won't 100 percent control it and they're going to use it to reduce fraud reduce identity theft all the great things that i talked about in that podcast you want to listen to it it's just from last friday i believe or thursday just scroll back a couple days you'll see it And I just think this is another great step. Of course, we don't have tons of details right now because they're still developing it. It's more of an announcement than an actual launch just yet. But very cool. I'm glad to see this happening. They're just one of many countries that are doing this, pushing forward to this. I hope the U.S. does this soon because it could fix a lot of the problems that we have with our, you know, with the Equifax scandals that we had with identity theft, with, you know, information being compromised smart ideas can solve a lot of that so this is very exciting anyways guys thank you for listening hey guys david here i just wanted to personally thank you for listening to this podcast today i really hope you enjoyed it and if you did it would mean the world to me it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a positive review on itunes or wherever you consume your podcasts It just means a lot to us. We're new. We're just getting started. So if you could help us out, that would be great. And also, we have been putting up some fire content on Instagram and on YouTube. So if you are not already following us or subscribed on Instagram and YouTube, then go to the show notes, click those links, and follow us there. We are posting content daily, so be sure to check it out. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening, and I will see you next time.